Okay, this is Patty, your astrologer, with a podcast for September 18th, and Sherry is with us today, and Sherry has a question based upon the previous podcast, which was Mars retrograde in the sign of Capricorn, in the sign of Aries, excuse me, squaring all the pandemic planets. So, Sherry, what is your question regarding Mars retrograde? So, yeah, thanks, Patty. So, my question is projects that we are starting during the time of the Mars retrograde, how can we make sure that those projects are going to be successful and that we're actually going to be able to complete them? Okay, now basically being the astrologer, I would have advised everybody not to start a project under a Mars retrograde. However, you sometimes you have to. And Mars will be retrograde for a long time. Mars will be retrograde until November 13th. So what you want to do is first look at your horoscope, look at your chart, and see where Mars is retrograde, knowing what house Mars is retrograde in, and then where Aries is on the cusp of your house system so you know the two areas that are being affected, if we want to call it that, uh, by the Mars retrograde. Then we know the action that is in your life. And if you must start a project under a Mars retrograde, keep track of when you started it, If there's going to be a challenge to it, Mars and Aries both like challenges. They create challenges. And to those who say the planets can't do anything, we're being metaphorical here. So you want to see it's going to be a challenging situation because of the nature of Mars and Aries of any project that was begun. And then look and ask yourself, if you started this project under impulse, did you say, oh, I'm going to do this and just do it without thinking? Or did you think, and this was the only time that you could begin? If you started it under impulse, as Mars goes retrograde, it just might run out of steam. And then as Mars, when Mars goes direct in November, which sounds like so far away, then Mars picks up steam again, it gets moving, and it'll make the same relationship to your natal planets as it did when it went backwards. This means that when it makes that second relationship as it goes forward, then what you'll know is, oh, do I have a new opportunity to, to push this forward or am I have another uh, challenge that I need to overcome and work with and you're an astrologer so you will know this and then as Mars goes forward you'll either have a project or not and then after Mars goes direct on November 13th everything will clear up all the mechanics will clear up time will start again and you can If your project is still with you when Mars goes direct November 13th, it should succeed. So, Patty, with everything that you've just said, does that mean that we could potentially expect for our projects to have a snag during the Mars retrograde, and then once Mars goes direct, then it will move forward more smoothly? Sort of. It's not only a snag, but the snag would be a square. 
or an opposition where you have a, a crisis or a challenge. And then Mars wants to be too impulsive and push and push and knock things over. But uh, when you get that snag time, you want to say evaluate it and say, oh, now what is this? Am I being challenged? And there could be a sextile or a trine, in which case there's an opportunity to further it or you're in the right place at the right time and things just go smoothly. Did that answer your question? Yes, and also I think to reiterate what you have said, it's important for us to look at our own individual natal charts to see how Mars retrograde is influencing us specifically. Yes. There. Okay, that's great. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's great. Other things are happening uh, in the world. I mean, we know that transiting Mars in Aries is in a stressful situation with the pandemic planets. And something very interesting, Ruth Gator Ginsburg, <laughs> I'm saying this backwards, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died yesterday. And with transiting Mars exactly squaring the United States Pluto. That'll be our next podcast. That's going to be extremely interesting. So that is an instance in the United States chart of a major crisis. A square is a crisis or an obstacle, and it was exact. Um, and that certainly was um, a major crisis, you know, for, for the nation, losing someone who had been such a strong leader and had set such a such an example uh, not just for women but especially for women and yes I know the whole nation feels this loss and then of course in the aftermath of this then we've got all this controversy about who's going to be able to sell her shoes and nobody <laughs> nobody right? nobody no she was an icon is an understatement for her but this is just this is not a project but it's just so you can see that in a square or a 90 degree angle mars and aries in a square to the united states pluto that there is a major obstacle there's a major challenge going on with the nation and since she died under a retrograde Mars, it probably will not be resolved until after the election, after uh, Mars goes direct November 13th, and then it has to, Mars needs to move forward and come back to that same 27 degrees uh, after November, and then, then the appoint, the new appointment or the new um, interviews will happen to replace her. We'll see how, uh, that's a different subject, but it just gives us an idea of what a challenge can be. Right, and how that could potentially be playing out, or how it looks as though it will be playing out Mm -hmm. when you take a look at what's going on with the transits to the chart of the United States. Right. Do I have that right? Yes, and I'll be doing a different, but back to your original question, it is good for you, for everybody, to take transiting Mars today. It's at uh, 27 degrees, 26 degrees Aries. What is that whole, um, what is that cycle doing to your particular chart? And Mars, let's see, Mars went retrograde at 28 Aries, and it goes direct at 15 degrees of Aries. 
So those are the important points. The exact point of 28 Aries and the exact point of 15 Aries will be trigger points if you have those degrees in your chart. So for my chart, I've got my sun in 23 degrees of Aries. So at some point during this cycle, I'm going to have a transiting Mars is going to be conjunct my sun. Is that right? Your sun and your Venus. That's right. And it already did. It's already done it once. And when it's retrograde, it'll do it for the second time. And then when it go, when Mars goes direct at 15 Aries, it'll conjunct your sun and Venus the third time. So you're under a cycle. We know what it is without being personal, getting your personal life on the mm-hmm. podcast. We know what it is. And um, so you know how long that cycle will last. Right, right. So just because it's a conjunction does not necessarily mean that it's going to be something that is easy. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If it weren't for the fact that Mars is retrograde and focusing on your Sun Mercury or your Sun Venus three times, um, we would normally say, oh, this is the time for you to begin new projects. It'd be great for you to start something in a group-oriented thing and start a new, with a new group or with your profession to create a new group, but we know better because of what's going on in your life. Right, right. Yeah. Now, personally, with what I've done... Um, I knew Mercury, Mercury, Mars was getting ready to go retrograde, so I set up the podcast way before I got the company figured out. I figured out what I was going to do. I signed up, paid what I was going to pay, and made sure that I had these new projects set up before Mercury. I keep saying Mercury. I apologize. Before, <laughs> That's okay, because we typically, when we think of Mercury, yeah. going wacky, we think of it being Mercury. Yeah, so before Mars went retrograde. And so your question of how can we help to ensure that the projects we start are successful, that means all of us who have started a project before Mars went retrograde. Need, mm-hmm. We need to keep tweaking it. We need to keep paying attention to our projects. We need to evaluate what is working, what is not. And then what Mars really doesn't impart too easily, be patient. Mars in Aries is not patient. <laughs> not, e- not even a little bit. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So we need to be patient and then be alert of what kind of aspect is happening with that Aries. If you've got a Sagittarius or a Leo in your chart that is being aspected or Mars is making a relationship with, it'll be a good thing. So it it gets very personal. And, of course, I'm here for you for a quick question about Mars retrograde. That's great, that's great. So if we're talking Sag or Leo, then that would be the um, Mars and Aries would be forming a trine or a favorable aspect. Correct, yes. And we know if if your natal planet happens to be Gemini or Aquarius, that is a good aspect also because it's a sextile, and the sextile means, oh, there's an opportunity here. So you would have an opportunity within this cycle of Mars before it went retrograde and after it goes direct 
The poor people who are Libras, though, are having a focus on relationships. And it's a challenging focus, right? Because that would be an opposition, correct? Yes. It, uh, oppositions can be challenging, but they're also a point of balance where Mercury, I apologize, Mars in Aries is supremely independent. I want to go it alone. I don't want any help. I don't want to give any help. I don't want a relationship. I'm going off on an adventure all by myself, whether it's going on a trip or a mental adventure. And then we have uh, Libra, who wants partnership. Let's cooperate. Let's do this together. So there's tension in that kind of aspect of the opposition. And the way to solve any opposition is cooperation. Meet in the middle, cooperate. And Libra can say, go off on your adventure, just come back. And, and um, um, Mars and Aries can say, I'm going off, but I'm going to make sure you're okay. That kind of thing. I see. Okay. And that's where, hey, if everything was always easy in our chart, <laughs> there would have been. We wouldn't, we wouldn't learn our valuable lessons. That's I, right. <laughs> we both have but, difficult things in our charts. <laughs> but we, we really appreciate the tries when they come. <laughs> yes, yes. For sure. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you have any more questions about the Mars retrograde? No, but just to sum up from my own understanding, you know, when you when you look at a Mars retrograde and you're talking about something like the United States, and then we see by comparing the transiting Mars against that chart how it affects a nation as a whole, which would have some impact on all of our lives. But for our own individual um, impact from the Mars retrograde, it's really important for us to be looking at our own individual charts and finding out how that, how this Mars retrograde is aspecting our planets and our houses. Yes. Okay. You summed it up beautifully. Just beautifully. Great. Okay. Thank you. I think if you have no more questions, I think that's all we have for today. All right, Patty. Well, this was great. I look forward to doing another one again soon. Yes, we will. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Right. Bye. And just for those of you still listening, if you have want to know what Mars Retrograde is doing in your chart, you may contact me by email, patty at pattytheastrologer.com, and my patty is with a Y. Thank you for listening. God bless.